Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Poetry Studio Podcast, a podcast for poetry lovers and students where I, your host, Aaron Bauer, read and discuss a poem, learn about the techniques the author used to write it, and finally offer some writing prompts to motivate your own writing journey. Today, we will be reading and discussing Homecoming by Leonie Adams, who was born in New York in 18. 1888, and Adams graduated from Bernard College in 1922. Her first book of poetry was entitled Those Not Elect and was published in 1925. She taught English courses at various universities. In 1948, she was appointed the seventh Poet Laureate Consultant in Poetry to the Library of Congress a position similar to Poet Laureate today. Adams primarily thought of herself as fitting in the romantic or metaphysical traditions of poetry rather than the modernist or imagist schools of her contemporaries. To help demystify some of the ideas people have about poetry being complicated or hard to understand, I will be discussing one poetic device that an author uses in the poem we are reading for each podcast. The poetic device that we are going to discuss today is the stanza. A stanza is a paragraph in poetry. It is a group of lines that is right next to each other without any extra space between them. The word stanza comes from the Italian word for room, and I love that image. You can think of a poem as a house, and each stanza becomes a room in the house. When you walk into a room, you look around and see the space, breathe in the smells, feel warmth or coldness in the air. A different room in the same house can have all sorts of different uses and characteristics, but each room has a specific function. In a kitchen, you cook food. In a bedroom, you sleep. In a dining room, you eat. But rooms can have more than one use. Sometimes you are in a bedroom not because you want to sleep, but because you want to be alone or because you need some time to cool down. These spaces have so many uses, just like a stanza in a poem. In each stanza, you are creating a room for your readers to live in for a moment. Often poems have stanzas of a consistent length. The stanzas in today's poem, Homecoming, are each four lines long, which is called a quatrain. These regular lengths give dimensions to the stanzas of the poem, just like the dimensions in a house. Now, let's read the poem. Homecoming. When I stepped homeward to my hill, dusk went before with quiet tread. The bare-laced branches of the trees were as a mist about its head. Upon its leaf-brown breast, the rocks, like the great gray sheep, lay silent-wise. Between the birch trees' gleaming arms, the faint stars trembled in the skies. The white brook met me halfway up and laughed as one that knew me well. To those more clear than crystal voice, the frost had joined a crystal spell. The skies lay like pale water deep. 
dusk ran before me to its strand and cloudily leaned forth to touch the moon's slow wonder with her hand. The speaker in this poem narrates her journey towards her home, the step she takes on her way to her door. We aren't told whether this is a child at home that she hasn't seen for years, or if these are the same steps she takes on her way home from school or work each evening. This poem is asking us to live in the comfort we get just by knowing that home is near. In the first stanza of this poem, we are thrust into a foggy space where the light is dim and details of the landscape are obscured by mist. I don't know about you, but I have a certain space around my house that after a long trip, I feel like I am home when I get there, even when I'm not actually home quite yet. In this first stanza, we are still in the world outside our home. We are told in the first line of the poem that the speaker is journeying homeward to my hill. For the speaker, the land in the valleys around her hill aren't home. It is a frightening place. In the second stanza, she is still off the hill she calls her home, and she states, The faint stars trembled in the skies. Even the stars reflect the fear and uncertainty that she is feeling. By the time we get to the third stanza, she steps out of the fog and into a familiar place. Adams writes, the white brook met me halfway up and laughed as one that knew me well. Once she escapes the mist that is filling the valley around her hill, the speaker sees the familiar landscape and it welcomes her with a laugh. Just like the stars that were faint and trembling, the speaker is really describing her own feelings about the small stream that met her and knew her well. In the last stanza of the poem, we are given something we don't expect. Instead of actually reaching her home, as we would expect from a poem titled Homecoming, she ends by looking up at the moon. Dusk ran before me to its strand, and cloudily leaned forth to touch the moon's slow wander with her hand. It is still getting close tonight, just as it was in the first and second stanzas, but now, instead of having stars trembling with fear, we have a moon that does a slow dance with the coming night. The difference between the beginning and the end of the poem aren't so much about her physical surroundings, although she does continue to make a journey homeward through the poem. The difference is the attitude of the speaker how just being nearer to home can calm her and make the world around her seem like not such a scary place. On the Poetry Studio podcast, it isn't enough to enjoy and discuss a poem. We need to be inspired by it to create our own work. Here are some writing exercises I came up with that have been inspired by Homecoming that you can work on. First, the next time you are on your way home from a long trip or just from work or school, stop and notice a few specific places or things. 
It could be an iron drain on the corner where you get off the bus or a tall cottonwood tree shedding seeds like snow. What do they say to you? How do they welcome you home? Second, write about a trip you took and make each stanza of the poem a specific point on the journey. Bonus points if you can make each stanza the same number of lines like Adams does in Homecoming. And finally, go for a walk around your home and try to notice at least one thing that you hadn't seen before. Write about why you might have overlooked it. If it is new, then what significance do you think it adds to its surroundings? I'm excited to go try these prompts. I'm recording this in uh, late spring and new plants are bursting from some unexpected places around my house and I'm thinking about writing about the grass that has sprung up around an old bike that I have leaned up next to the, my shed in the backyard. If you or your child uh, complete one of these writing prompts and would like for your writing to be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me the text of the poem uh, for me to read it or a recording of you reading it and I will share it here. Uh, you can email the poem of the recording uh, to Poetry Studio Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com and while I can't guarantee that everyone who sends something will be featured, I love sharing poetry and I will always share it when I have the time. If you have any comments or questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me at the same email address, poetrystudiopodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me today uh, to read and discuss Homecoming. If you liked this uh, podcast, feel free to give it a five-star review on iTunes and share it with your friends. If you can, please become a member of the Poetry Studio Podcast by donating to my Patreon just search Poetry Studio Podcast on Patreon.com and it'll come right up. Also, be sure uh, to go back and check out some of the past episodes we have had on the Poetry Studio Podcast if you are just joining us. New episodes come out each week on Wednesday with special bonus episodes and materials available to members. Written transcripts of episodes are also available to members. Um, this month's bonus episode uh, is a reading and a discussion of Lewis Carroll's Jabberwocky. It was a lot of fun to record, uh, so I hope you check it out. That's all the time we have for today. The music and audio effects included in this podcast are either performed by me uh, or are in the public domain. A Homecoming was written by Leone uh, Adams and is in the public domain. Happy writing and see you next week.